Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, go all in time. That's what he says. I don't care. I'm going all in. Yeah. The Giants need Daniel Jones, but probably not as much as the Jets need Daniel Jones. I would love to see Daniel Jones get this worked out with the New York Giants, but coming in and asking for 45 to 50 million, which is the report, not necessarily a fact that it's going to happen. And Joe Shane, I think, is smart enough to negotiate this the right way. In fact, he has all the leverage because he just throws the franchise tag and says, hey, if you want to go sign someplace else, We'll take two first-round draft picks from whatever that team is. I also look at the other team in our local area, the New York Jets, who are desperately, desperately in need of a quarterback upgrade. And that's why the conversation has been Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr and even Jimmy Garoppolo. And some people, we want to throw Baker Mayfield into this conversation. They need an upgrade. But there's a really good chance, and I believe this because Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, not to say that they're flakes, but... They have no real motivation other than us talking about it to come to the New York Jets and I guess the talent on that team. But there's a good chance that the New York Jets could be left at the altar with nobody uh, to to fulfill that upgrade. And so in this crazy season, this crazy offseason of trying to figure out where the quarterback carousel is going to land, Daniel Jones is so much more valuable to the New York Jets than he is to the New York Giants. As crazy as that sounds, everything that he did last year helped the Giants get to a postseason, helped them dominate, at least offensively, on the road, the Minnesota Vikings. He is he is a big part of the Giants' success last year, and we hope going forward. But if this becomes a contract situation, which the Giants find untenable, then the value for Daniel Jones is more interesting in Florham Park, than it will be in the Meadowlands. All right, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. We're all uh, all in here, obviously, inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. I am all in on the exact opposite of what Tiki <laughs> just said, and that, that's no shade towards Daniel Jones. But for Daniel, think about this now. There's the money aspect, but then there's the comp part. And that's where I'm like, nope, can't do it. I I don't disagree. Like, if you were to stack up Rodgers and Carr and Jones 
and Tannehill mm-hmm. and Garoppolo and Baker and Mike White and Zach Wilson and anybody else that might enter the Jets' purview here uh, at this point, you can make the case, and I don't know it's really that hard to make, that Daniel Jones is the best option yeah, based so, on talent so can and you, age. Can you give me one concession? Yes. Throw away money. And throw away comp. I'm okay with the money. Okay, I'm just saying. I can't throw away the comp. I okay. can't, I, that's, I but can't do it. Throw, throw away the money and comp. Okay. Is Daniel Jones the best option for the New York Jets? I can make that case. Yeah. That's why what you're saying is not ludicrous. I, that, I, I, I hear you. I just, it is going to be. It's the circumstances. Too much of a blow. I can't. Now, man, if he was like a little better, and I know he's good, but if like he was a superstar, take the two first-round picks. Take it. <laughs> I know you can handle New York. I know that you're good. I know that you're young. I know that you're smart. I know that you're fast. To get Daniel Jones for this situation to occur, Woody's got to cut the check. He'll do it. And Douglas has to agree on on sending two first-round picks to the Giants. I cannot justify that. I can't. Now, a lot of people say, well, well, why are you going to give that up for Aaron Rodgers? And this is my contention. We're not. Hmm. I mean, this this notion that the Jets are going to get fleeced from multiple first-round picks, I don't even know if they're getting the 13th overall pick. I really don't think that they are. I think it's grossly overstated how much they're going to have to give Aaron Rodgers. So I'm still all in on Rodgers until further notice. Either he doesn't want to come here or he's retiring or the Packers won't trade him here or they can't agree on comp, whatever. I am all in on Rodgers. I think that Derek Carr is playing us to get more money somewhere else. I don't think he's a New York guy. I don't think he wants this market. And I think that they have Jimmy G in their back pocket. Yeah. So Jones can play. I can't go up too so first round. So it's interesting no because we're trying to figure out. I mean, his number, his his number is ridiculous, Aaron Rodgers. It's upwards. It's like $60 million at, per year of whatever the deal is that, that you know, the owner is going to have to give. Woody Johnson is going to have to give. But we keep talking about the trade impact, right? What, like, what will, what will whoever acquires Aaron Rodgers have to give up in, in a trade? And the reason BT keeps saying that he doesn't think it's going to be like Russell Wilson, who what was two first round picks and a fourth round pick and a player, it was, it was a, it was a bunch. And some of these other guys that have moved around is because Aaron Rodgers realistically is two years, whereas, whereas Russell Wilson, I mean, he left, got traded, and signed a five-year extension, right? So, like, he's there for the foreseeable future. He's still only 33 years old, I think, Russell Wilson. It doesn't matter. He's got many years left to play. I don't know how many years Aaron Rodgers has left to play. So, while apples to apples, it should cost two first-round picks and a fourth-rounder and a, and a, and a player, you're, you're not going to get that value back for Aaron Rodgers if you're, the say, the Jets in this case, because he's not going to play that long. Mm-hmm. And so it's not worth giving up that much. That's why BT keeps saying that. It's not worth two first-round picks and more, uh, as some people have speculated, with the Aaron, Ray, uh, Aaron Rodgers trade package that would go to the Green Bay Packers. And at the end of the day, I just trust Joe Douglas to, to make a smart, savvy trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've, you've got to trust his trade instincts. You want to tell me... You know, one draft was all time. One draft was awful. Still, quarterback situation not yet resolved. Those are all things that are that are fairly on his resume. Yes, but you have to know he got a third rounder for Sam Darnold. He fleeced Seattle for a safety, <laughs> a safety who, who by the way, can't cover anybody. Yeah, Jamal Adams. And so and he got hurt, right? He got hurt again. Yeah, oh, yeah. He missed a lot of time this year. All right, let's get. Um, how about John is in freehold? John is on the fan. What's up, John? What's happening, John? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. I, I just I just wanted to tell you about my dream scenario. Go ahead. It's, uh, Daniel Jones goes to the Jets. I'm a Giants fan, by the way. Yeah. Giants get two two first round picks, 
and then Daniel Jones gets booed off the field by week six, and you guys got Zach Wilson starting again. <laughs> I mean, I would I would feel for Daniel Jones in that scenario because I really like it. I like the kid, and I think he can turn into a player. I don't I don't think that they'll boo him by that by then. It, it would have to be like week thirteen or something. He's been playing horrible all season long. Now the, the issue is is just I, I, I like it, the kid. Go on, go, go on, ahead, sorry. go ahead. I'm saying I, I like the kid too, but. I think this is the best season he's going to have, and anybody who pays forty plus mm. million is going to be overpaying for him. They're I think he's going to have feet, John. I, I, I would disagree in this regard. There, you got a little feedback from the phone. There, I got to let you bounce. I would think that Daniel Jones will have multiple seasons moving forward with more touchdown passes mm-hmm. for sure, with real weapons around them. No disrespect. I would think that he'll have a couple of years where he throws more picks. Because he'll be he'll be firing it more. Well, because he'll be pushing the ball down the field a lot more. And he might not ever run for as many yards again as he ran for this. I mean, in the neighborhood, that might be the apex of his running. Yeah, slight diminishment, especially if Saquon's not here long term. Because that's that's let's face it, that's what helped him. Yeah, right. You're yeah, yeah, you're yeah. running a yeah. you're running in say an inside zone read. If you're an opposing defense and the ball is being stuck out into Saquon's belly, you're reacting to that. Right, if it's being sucked with all, it's sucked into all due respect to, you know, Breda. Breda, you're like, uh, okay, I can just keep an eye on him, but I'm I'm more worried about Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. So, this is why the Saquon Daniel Jones conversation is really so interesting. You know, Saquon, we're not, we don't talk about as much because he's he's free. We haven't had an indication that there is a franchise tag coming his way, especially with Daniel Jones's deal. Not done, and some people would argue it, it's not worth paying a running back that much money. So just go get one in the draft, or go get one of these other free agents like David Montgomery, who's like the twenty sixth rate, twenty second or so ranked court of running back free agent, which makes no sense. Is he really? Yeah, he's really down there, and I think it's because he had some injury issues last season. But he's twenty second rated running back or free agent player. Free agent running back, second ranked free agent running back. That's I think that that's impossible. It's, I agree. But that's that's where he's. There's a couple of good ones out there: Jacob, Saquon, Sanders. Right, I think he's free. Yeah. There's a couple of. I get he's not top five or six, but twenty yeah. two. Yeah, which means value. And so that, that seems so. Wow. When people say there's alternatives, that's what they're talking about. No question. Let's get Danny and Rock. Oh, pardon me, that's Jane Freeport. Uh, I hit the wrong button. That's okay. What's up, Jay? That's all right. Hit the wrong button, but you got the right guy. What's up, bro? <laughs> I love it. What's up, nice, Jay? Jay? Yeah, man. Yo, you got to be quick with it. Listen, <laughs> I'm all in on three things. Go ahead. Three things. One, I'm talking to the best host and best show on all radio. Thank that's you, number one. Thank you, thank you. All right? And that's, yeah, you know how I feel about you, boys. Number two, men, pardon me. I'm all in on... Daniel Jones making a smart move and taking some, I know it's his first payday and uh, he made a lot of uh, receivers who were not household names. I'm trying to be polite about all this stuff (laughs) and turn them into uh, comparable receivers and had a, and had a, went to the playoffs with basically not one household name on the receiving core except for one who played, who underplayed. And I am extremely all in on Steve Cohen 
A hundred million percent. Yes, BT, anybody coming in after, whether it was a Seinfeld group or it was A-Rod and J-Lo, which would have been a disaster <laughs> oh, now. Ben yeah. um, would have been around would have been like, a lot. Exactly. But you know what? Anybody, you and I could have been, they would have clapped because the yes, world plans yes. left. Yeah, a hundred percent. But. He is, and I'm going to tell you right now from a fanatic. You're a fanatic. You're a fanatic of the Yankees. You're a fanatic of the same teams that I love, the Knicks. And you can't sit here and tell me you don't wish that Steve Cohen bought the Knicks. So, so if oh, absolutely. I'm all in a 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Because he is a fan, and I'm a fan, and I wish I had that money to buy a team. And he is showing us that he put his money where his mouth is, he paid for his players, he went out and got players, people are forgetting his Marquet. There's a lot of people on this team that have a lot, and I do believe that, that we're only upset that he, and, and this, is, this is the only thing I have against him, that if I had to say one bad thing, is that he didn't chase after Judge. And I think he did that to be the nice guy across town to not start rivalry. I actually think that was in the news somewhere. Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah, yeah, we, we, talk, Jay, right? we yeah. talked about that, yeah, Jay. What do you think Starbreader would have done back in the day? Yeah. See, I think that he would have gone after him. Of course he would have. I really do. Because he didn't care. He, didn't, he wasn't there to make friends. He's there to try to win championships. And, and I, I think Stevie Cohen is a little bit different. Let's see. So... George bought the team in 72, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say, let's bring this up to the 1974 season. Would he, and so let's say Seaver was a free agent. He's not going after Tom Seaver? Yeah, he is. Guns are blazing, he's going after him. Of course. Him. I didn't understand that about Cohen. He's a good guy. Well, so, you know where good guys finish. <laughs> First? <laughs> in the regular season, maybe. Hey, uh, I keep wanting to say Hoff, but Hoff is up. Hey, Zoo, were you, I don't think I've ever asked you this as a, as a devout Mets fan, were you disappointed? Not that it changes your opinion of Cohen. I, I know you love him, and you should. But were you disappointed that he didn't at least kick the tires publicly on Judge? Well, then that's Absolutely. Surpri- that had to surprise you. I mean, the reasoning is more so why I have an issue with it, because I'm not a fan of this whole... Let's try to all be friends here kind of a thing, if that's true. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, there could be other reasons why. I don't know what they are, but maybe. I just, if he really sat there and said, hey, you know, Hank, let's be let's be pals. I won't go over your guy. You don't go after Jake. I got a serious issue with that. Man, yeah, I would too. Because you know what? That is, for lack of anything else, that's the bat we needed this offseason, and that's the bat we did not get. I, 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 I was stunned that they didn't call. You know, and we knew this early in the process that the Mets would not be in on judge. But I mean, you go back and you find some of our podcasts from the, those, those moments where we discuss it. I was just dumbfounded, just absolutely confused, utterly confused. It's the one thing that you really need. I didn't get that. Hmm. Um, yeah. It's a, and it's also a little inconsistent with the mission statement. Don't you think? Mm, yeah, but he wants to win. And I think he's going about it the way he thinks he can win. I mean, listen, if you're worried about – if it was positioned like, well, we don't need him. I mean, if you had Daryl Strawberry in right field and Daryl was 25, you'd be like, all right, I could justify it. You didn't know that Daryl was drinking and, and doing the, you know, the drugs and really messing around the way he was until we found out, and I know he cleaned himself up. But if you, if you thought Daryl was fine, you wouldn't go out and make a move for Aaron Judge unless you wanted to put Daryl on the left, which is where he played a little bit for the Yankees. So that could have happened, I guess. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand that. That was like the one thing in hindsight. Yeah, I would have gone all for it if I was Cohen and I own the Mets and I needed that big thump and I've got a chance to put Judge and Alonzo and then contact guys like McNeil and and oh my god, I would have definitely gone for it, hundred percent. Let's get Kevin and Edison. What's going on, Kev? How are you? Hey, boys. Good What's afternoon. It? What's Thanks up, you Kevin? For my call. Hey, just Kev. real quickly on what you were just talking about. Um, you don't know what you don't know, right? So Cohen could have been going after Judge, and they just privately, and you never knew it. So anyway, moving on from that. Yeah. I need, I need the expert opinions, and I can only think of two guys. <laughs> Is... Daniel Jones, ready to say, hey, you know what? I know we're growing and things went well, but I'm going after the money. Have we gotten there? It's loyalty completely out the window. I don't I, see. It's a good question. Want to be a lifetime anything anymore? That's a good question, and I think it would be in Daniel Jones's best interest to stay with Brian Dable and Mike Kafka and build on what made him this guy that we're talking about as one of the top quarterbacks top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. To, to restart again with a new system, new head coach, new city, I, I, I mean, maybe he'll be successful, but I think it, it lowers it lowers the reality that he's going to be successful just a little bit. So I think Daniel Jones needs to be a giant. But what we started this show on, what we hit this, this started this hour on, is that when you think about where the Jets are versus where the Giants are, he's more valuable to the Jets. So I could see him moving because somebody else values him more. But at the same time, for Daniel Jones' career, he needs to be a Giant. Kevin, let me, I would answer it this way, by the way. So I do think that he'll remain with the Giants. I think they'll find some common ground here. I don't think he'll be an ex-Giant. But let's not. Thank God. No, I, I don't, that doesn't mean that I'm going to be right. That's yeah. just my instincts now. And for I, I, listen, he's he, he feels like a Giant. It, it, that feels like the right thing. It would be good. And I think that's going to happen. But let's not forget, it wasn't that long ago where Shane and the Giants organization literally, by not taking up that fifth-year contract, literally literally were saying, we don't know if you're good enough. Yeah. And Daniel Jones was maybe two bad games away from being an ex-Giant. And I say all this here because now that he's in a position where he can actually somewhat dictate what dictate what happens, he needs to be ruthless. Listen, I'm with you. I grew. I didn't want to see Ewing with the Sonics at the end. You know, I would have loved to see right. Doc and Dad. You know, like although they came to the Yankees and won, so that's that's not a good example. But yeah, I would have loved to have seen uh, Bernard King finish with the Knicks. Whatever. Any any guy that I grew up with stay with this team that I love. Yeah, I would love that. Love it. But it's not always practical. And the Giants weren't committing to Jones, so he's got to do what he's got to do. It's the way it goes. Yeah, I mean, we had Joe Shane on at the break, and you know, Joe Shane basically told us. Um, we still evaluating him, <laughs> and he was good at that point. That's like, exactly what he told us it, 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 in the it, middle of the season. And he was good. Like he was, I think he had five of their six wins were come from behind wins, and it was a lot because of Daniel Jones. Remember that? Was that and, after the when did we have him after the bye week? We, right, we had him during the bye week. I mean, that's what I mean yeah, during yeah, the bye so, week. Yeah, so during the bye week, yep. we had him, and five of their six wins were come from behind victories. And Daniel Jones was the reason that they were winning those games. Mm-hmm. And he's still like, we got to evaluate him. Yeah. So, and we asked him a million different ways. You got to forget to trade for a wide receiver. Yep. And what th- do you think about Danny? Is he the future? Things changed. We kept going. Things changed after the last three games of the season. And the meaning, including the, well, not really the last one, but forget the Philadelphia game, but the Indy game. First of all, the Washington game, the Indy game, 
He didn't play in the Philly game, but then the, the Minnesota game, Daniel Jones showed he can be the guy. Yeah, and even pres- the first game in Minnesota. And pressure, of course, yeah. He threw for 300 yards it, in that game. Very well that game. And so it wasn't his fault, but at the end of the day, he proved it when he had to, and you got to give him credit for that. No question. It doesn't mean you give him $45 million worth of credit, but you got to give him credit. Yes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, yes. All right, call the number 10. Let's get you some tickets. 866-540-WFAN. 866-540-9326. Your chance to win a pair of tickets to a Yankees home game. Coming off for the 2023 season. Plus, how about this, T? Qualify for a chance to win the grand prize to a Yankee spring training trip in Florida. Round trip air, hotel, tickets to a game. Tiki will send a bottle of wine to the hotel room for you and your wife. (laughs) A VIP dinner courtesy of Wendy's, the official hamburger of the New York Yankees. That's down in Tampa? Yes. That's where they train. Where do they stay? Oh, I don't know. Maybe they can stay at Ronde's mansion. Can Ronde hook them up with golf? Definitely. All right. So I'm just adding stuff to the package, which probably is not... Corporate and legal is probably not loving this, <laughs> but uh, that is a nice package right He's a there. Remember an old, old memorial, uh, as well as Innisbrook. Yeah, where, there you go. Innisbrook where, is the one where he's on the board. Oh, yeah, you could definitely get him a tea time there. He runs the tournament, the Valspar Championship. Oh, it's which already is, done, which is coming in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Are you playing that again this year? I am. When is that? I am. That is. I don't even know. So how many how many years do I need to be grandfathered in to actually get an invite to this thing? It's only been ten years since we've been working together. You could go. Hey, BT, you want to play with me and Ronde down at the the Vals Bar? Sure, well, Tiki, I, dude, why not, buddy? I never play with. That Ronde. sounds fun. I never play with Ronde. No, I, always, I don't want to play a world class course. I always, why would I want to do that? I always end up playing with some <laughs> random pro, and it's likely to be even a more random pro because half the dudes left for live. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Is that the year you played with Griffey? Was that at Ennisbrook or was that no, something else? No, no, no. That was something else. I forgot where we played. I think that was at Old Memorial. Tiki sent me a video. This is probably about seven, eight years oh, ago maybe, right? Of Ken Griffey Jr. hitting a three-wood from the fairway. Yeah. 
I mean, it's uphill. It, it uphill. looked like it went to the moon. Dude, it disappeared over the hill. The hill was probably <laughs> 280, like Ugh. up the hill. It was like 280 yeah, yeah, yeah. to clear it. It disappeared over the thing. It, it was the the swing speed was <laughs> was amazing. So that's uh, that's what's going on down there. All right, let me um, let me bring up something about Aaron Judge. So his first full season, hits 52 home runs. Mm-hmm. Last year, this amazing journey that he bestowed upon all of us, not just Yankee fans, but baseball fans, because like Jeter, Judge is impossible to dislike, even yeah. if you're a Yankee hater. Yeah. Andy's just does great, it all right. Andy's a great dude. So. That's what I mean. He's just he's one of the good people. Gave us an all-time season, which was sick. The COVID year, he was on pace for 45. Mm-hmm. He's an incredibly prolific superstar. We know this. Now, the only thing that changes is... Now we fully expect it. Now we demand yeah. this. Because now you got the contract. Now you are who you are. And now it's go time. Well, you're saying there's heat? Well, I, I'm, I want to talk through it. I'm not, I'm not sure where mm-hmm. the, the origin of the heat resides. But, yes, there's got to be a baseline level of achievement for Aaron Judge that that is acceptable. And for me... I've got numbers for you. Below which, which is... You've you got to hit at least 40. You've got to be upset. you got to hit at least 40. That makes sense. You have to. That makes sense. I what was the fo- league average last year? It was about... Oh, I third, don't know. Like, league average, I'm going to say like 17 Yeah. Something. I mean, maybe yeah. a little bit lower. So double got, the league uh, average. Whatever it is. Double the league average makes sense. Well, no, that's only 34. I need more yeah, than that. I, I need 40 bombs minimally. I'm right? rounding up. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I really was thinking about saying 45, but mm. just to be fair to him, because baseball's hard... 45 is a lot of home runs. He hit 62 dude. last year. I understand that. I'm talking about for an average season. He hit 52 his first year, yeah. first full season. Mm. So I'm going to say the bare minimum 40, 115, and an OPS of 900 and top five MVP. Uh, it's not unfair. Yeah, uh, the MVP could, you know, could get away from no, that's why i say top five yeah okay. you're gonna win 90 plus games you win that that amount of games you do you know you put up the numbers i just put up you're gonna be top five so and i if he's healthy he'll fly by those benchmarks yeah but it's it's a different he led everything last year at least in the american league i think he had 15 more home runs than the next oh, guy it was yeah. an incredible gap right yeah war he dominated in war position players he dominated in Defense? No, he didn't do defensive war. He did not, even though he probably was a pretty good defender as well. On base, 20 points. It was almost like a Barry Bonds type of season, really. Slugging 56 points over Trout. It was like Bonds. Yeah. Only he wasn't hopped up on on synthetic stuff. I mean, he was amazing. God, he is. You know, and I read an article last night online on the Post. It was about about Judge and... How a lot of teammates, a couple of coaches talked about him. You know, obviously the great season, what it was like to view it from the dugout, mm-hmm. et cetera. Uh, but, you know, how he's such a, like a team leader and, and a galvanizer and how he sets things in motion on the road, dinners, movies, concerts, bowling. Like Aaron Judge is just a world-class human being. That's cool. Uh, that's cool. To, that's cool to know that because you don't always hear that. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. We were surmised it with him yeah. for sure, but, but to see it was cool. But even Good if article. it happens, you, don't, you often don't get – you're not privy to it. Like, yeah, I don't, don't know, know that Jeter was doing that. I don't think that Jeter, because there were some guys he just didn't click with, whether yeah. it was Chad Curtis or A-Rod multiple times or or, or whatever. I don't think that Jeter, listen, I think Jeter was, was kind of doing his own, as you say, he was in the cut. Mm-hmm. Low profile, maybe sipping a drink. Sipping, yep. wasn't you know, it wasn't partying like a madman. 
and then, you know, clean it up like a rock star when it's time to leave and go home. <laughs> I mean, which, by the way, is pretty right. good. Let's call it a night. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd rather do that than go bowling with 10 guys anyway. <laughs> if we're going to be at nah. Um, so I think the judge is poised to be phenomenal. Uh, the way he compartmentalized the pressure of last season mm-hmm. tells us he's not going to be up there extra tight the first like he, couple of weeks in April. He's going to mash. Dude. It was like he didn't even feel it last he's gonna year. He's going to mash. Yep. But if he doesn't get to those baseline numbers, how will we view the season? There's different pressure for Judge this year, yeah. and nobody's talking but, about it. But there was pressure going for 62. Like, I understand that, but that was pressure that was self-created, and it was pressure that exceeded the expectation of what we had of him coming into the year. Like, when you're—I mean, even if he fell flat on his face and only hit 60, I say only, mm-hmm. and finished one for 23, to, you know— Instead of breaking the record, yeah. nobody's chastising him because it was such a monumental achievement. He bought up so much equity for five and a half months. He was a rock star no matter what. True. But I think the the numbers that he put up last year are just, I mean, they're, they're high watermarks that he's likely not going to get, at least across the board, close to the same way. I mean, 131 RBIs. Yeah, that's a lot. That that seems. That's why I said one fifteen. I, yeah. I don't. I can't expect one. Although with DJ back and you know, he walked um, 111 walks. His total bases were almost four hundred total bases. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he led the league in everything. Just about incredible. It's not realistic to expect that, but you know, I almost want to amend the forty and put up fifty. Like mm-hmm. if Aaron Judge plays hundred and fifty games, he's going to hit fifty home runs. Just going to. I think honestly, that's that's really what it comes down to. But I can't put playing that at his games. doorstep. I playing, can't do playing, that to him. Playing games. That's unfair. Yeah. Imagine starting a season saying, like, I know that we're all, you know, a little nutty in our own right in terms of what we expect. I, I can't be the guy who gets on the air and says, if Aaron Judge doesn't hit 50 home runs, he yeah. had a bad season. Yeah. There's no way I'm saying that. 40? That's, that's, the pro- that's like the baseline evaluation where I'm going to be like, you know, if you finish up with 38 and 104, eh. Unless you miss 30 yeah. games, then it's different. Dolph, give me a number. Let's let's write it down. We'll go around the horn here. Home runs, Judge, go. 57. Okay, a boy, Dovey, mm. the executive producer of Yankees baseball, by the way. Um, what about yourself there, Big Zoo? 54. Mm. Tiki? I'm going to go 49. Hater. Not hating. Keeping it 50. real. Sucker. Keeping it real. I'm going to say 53. I think he's going to be in the 50s. I do. I do. Yep. Just looking at the total bases you were talking about? Yeah. He had 82 more total bases than Jose Ramirez. 82. I wonder what the biggest disparity. It's got to be a Bonds thing. Like, what is the biggest disparity? Yeah, in history. In in, yeah. in, in modern history. Who the hell knows? Back to, you know, dead ball era. I'm not really sure. Probably Babe, but uh, definitely Babe. Um, I don't know. Did Hack Wilson do something that I'm, I'm, I don't know off the top of my head? Eh, possible Jimmy Fox. But I would even say that. You know, a couple of A-Rod seasons here. Now, we know in hindsight mm-hmm. what they were fueled by. But, I mean, it is, you know, it's funny. We talk about, I just got to pull up A-Rod's numbers again. Because, man, A-Rod is such a fascinating figure. You know, now he's going to be doing TV. Jeets is going to be there. That's going to be uh, that's going to be pretty interesting. But, you know, Alex Rodriguez for the ups and the downs and the, the almost the insincerity, like mm-hmm. the... He just didn't seem very genuine as a not as a bad person, but he never felt comfortable uh, for most of his New York tenure. 
I mean, listen, this is something like Lou Gehrig did. He had 156 RBIs in 2007. 156. Wow. Uh, let's see. Total bases. And even with that season, he had fewer total bases than Aaron Judge had last season. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney here on The Fan. Uh, what what do you expect? Like, what's the minimal amount of expectations that you're ready to throw on uh, on Judge? I mean, it's coming. 37 days away. Never too early. Uh, speaking of which, spring training isn't just for baseball players. With the warmer weather around the corner, it's time for you to get into the shape uh, that you want. NJ Dodgers. Just saw Evan tweet. Uh, he said, you know, with, with um, no NBA games to watch, a little bit of a basketball respite. He said he's looking for suggestions on things to binge watch with his wife. I said, why don't you go watch every uh, episode of Piper's Pit? That seems like it's up your alley. I don't know if his wife would want to watch it. I'll tell you, there are rabbit holes that I just... This guy gets... See, I don't get... Piper's pit. Oh, I watch him all the time. I, I I admit it. I'm lost in that that era. Yourself, but do you watch them with Jen? No. No, she thinks I'm absolutely crazy well, when I'm watching that. Why would you suggest that, that for Evan? Well, I was being facetious, yeah. clearly. I'm just making sure. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I was totally being facetious. <laughs> I mean, he would. he's probably seen them all. That's the thing. That is easy to get lost down, though. And if you missed the... Um, I said this yesterday, but if you guys missed the Hulk Andre, the, the Rivals documentary on, on A&E Sunday night, awesome. And old footage, too. Like Andre and Hulk at Chase Stadium in 1980. Like some stuff that I haven't seen. Um, it was really, really good. Anyway. All right, Zoo, let's get rocking here. Come on, Dolph. You know what time Hey, is. guys. Now it's time to ponder the eternal struggle. Guy thing, not a guy thing. All right. So since uh, Mr. Hoffman, the Hoff, has abandoned us midweek here to go on a little... Speaking of respites, he's getting away with his wife, which is awesome. Hopefully, he's having a good time. Kids or no kids? No kids. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, hopefully, you don't come back with another kid, though. When you go, when you go away with no kids, that's sometimes a uh, that could be a problem. That uh, could be a problem. But uh, he is—he's uh, earned a few days off. So, Big Zoo stepping into those big shoes of Huff. Go oh. ahead, Zoo man. Massive shoes, massive shoes. But I, you know what? I got some big feet too. So mm-hmm. we'll fill them up. Mm-hmm. Let's start out with Tiki. Tiki. You know, Hoff is on a vacation this week, and Hoff gave me a a nice little idea here. This was his (laughs) entry into the guy thing or not a guy thing for this week. Okay, go ahead. And I think this is perfect for you. A dog lover like yourself. Got a saluki. Do you bring your pet with you on a vacation? Guy thing, not a guy thing. If I'm driving, I would say it's a guy thing. I, I, I just can't with my dog. So I'm going to say not a guy thing because most people fly for vacation. Um, so I'm going to say not a guy thing. But if I could, I would. So you wouldn't you wouldn't bring her out with you to, uh, you know, Vegas or somewhere? No. <laughs> no. So first of all, I have a Saluki who all she wants to do is run. Oh, and yeah. So we have a, a fenced-in backyard so she can just run around. Yeah. But if I was somewhere else and had to, like, manage the leash on her all the time i'd be you exhausted. can't like you couldn't just put her on the beach on the beach and just let her run around no, she she'd run and she'd come, she back, come back to you but she'd go for i mean a mile yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. she'd eventually come back but it's just a, a little risky <laughs> it's just risky i got you <laughs> i'm with you there i'm with you there see i would it wouldn't be because i don't want the animal with me it's yes. more because i'm afraid that i'm gonna be irresponsible aloof, maybe yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> irresponsible and all of a sudden your your beloved pet is gone Oof, God forbid. <laughs> yeah nah that's a it's a no bueno right there but okay we'll take we'll kick it on over to bt here man and because spring training is going on and 
you're becoming a little bit of a gamer. You know, my guy. Oh, here we go. Big into the show. Yes. I know this is uh, something that might intrigue you. And I thought it would be a good little question to throw on here because I've always thought about it myself. Okay. So you can play each season with your favorite team, right? Starting in spring training, starting in preseason, depending on the sport. Haven't done that yet, but I know that you can. Yep, yep. Guy thing. Not a guy thing. With the start of spring training coming up this weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. To start your team's season in your video game alongside and play in conjunction every day with them. Guy thing, not a guy. I thing. mean, you need an abundance of time. I mean, listen, I will. I mean, how long does the game take? You probably get it done That's in like 20 minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes yeah, if you play a quicker you know, version of it. Depends. Uh, we, Dude, like to, spend, we like to manage you properly. You can't spend 30 minutes of your day playing alongside the Yankees. Are you kidding me? I'm just sorry. Go ahead. Now, I would, would I love to do it? <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, and that's something I could see myself doing when I was younger and a lot less busy. But I don't have the time to do that now. If you did. If I did, um, yeah, I could see myself enjoying that's that. That's definitely a guy thing. That's I really guy- could. That's a guy thing. That's a guy thing. Oh, yeah. I oh, can see you killing it, too, on there. Dude, I finally figured out the remote, like what each button means. Now I'm into NBA 2K. I'm playing Oof. with the Knicks all-time team. The other night I trotted out. A t- I had Ewing, Willis Reed, Bernard King in the front court. Wow. I, I actually had Carmelo at the two. Oh, you had the all-time squad. I had the Knicks all-time squad, man. Who was yeah. the point? What's that? Who was the Clyde Frazier. No, I was making sure. Mark Jackson's on the team. We got them all. Oh, it's so much fun. Oh, it's beautiful. It's good. Bro. That's a good game as well. And right. I played the 80s All-Stars. So I was the 80s All-Stars. Colt was the, um, you know, th- this generation, like Steph and LeBron. And I was playing with Bird and Magic and Akeem and Jordan. Oh, yeah, Barkley. probably not fair. Sick. Probably not fair. Mullen. Outside of Steph draining them from half court, yeah, yeah, yeah. you had all the advantages. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> my, my my computer team was tougher in the eighties. <laughs> I feel that, that one is. for sure. That's how I'd cook everybody for money back in college. But uh, Teak, we'll head back on over to you, man, because I saw. A movie that, you know, I'm a big Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. I'm big into some nerd culture things. Yep, you know, man. it's not necessarily... Ant-Man like, and Wasp. Oh, I heard it was horrible. It, really? It's gotten some bad reviews. I heard it was horrible. It, it was oh, hilarious. Oh, thought, you liked it? I thought it was funny. It's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. I had a good time. I thought the critics were a little harsh on it because okay. Marvel has a different type of feel right now, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll leave that to those who discuss it. It did make $104 million, though, oh, well, so. domestically. My question is to you, guy thing or not a guy thing? Seeing a nerd culture or massive movie the night that it debuts. So not like the Friday. I'm saying like the midnight debut. Guy thing, not a guy thing. It used to be a guy thing. It used to be. But I'm going to say not a guy thing any longer. Because you know what's happening? What is that? People are getting enormous TVs in their houses because they're they're cheaper than they ever have been at this point. And because of streaming rights that were sold alongside movies theater rights in two weeks you can have it at at home and so i i don't go what do we just see puss puss in boots tegan wanted to see puss in boots in the theater heard it was very good it was very good i said we'll just watch it at home she was like no i want to go to the theater so we went to the theater she really just wanted candy i was was hoping you broke down and took her you gotta take her to the movies so we took her but i was like we can watch this 
right here. Not this, the same. This big 80 inch TV that we same, just put though. in the basement. You need that tub of popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. It, was not even the sprite. Sprite. it wasn't even the popcorn. It wasn't even the popcorn. She just yeah, wanted the sprite. candy because we don't have candy in the house. We have popcorn in the house. We uh-huh. don't keep a lot of candy in the house. Yeah. So she wanted the candy. There you That's go. It's always we went. And uh, by the way, she got the Lifesaver gummies. Oh, those are good? Dude. Those are good. I killed half the bag. Uh, give me some Twizzlers. <laughs> give me some uh, some uh, Milk Duds. Oh, God. I could just crush that stuff. I'm going to say not a guy thing because it's too easy to do it at home now. Oof. That hurts. I would only say not a guy thing because there's, no, there, there's very few movies that pique my interest True. and motivate me to go and see it with that kind of a crowd and that kind of a hassle. Yeah. Like, I'm trying, I think I saw, I think I, I think I, I saw The Last Jedi the first day. Ooh. Yeah, that was one where I carved out time with a few buddies and everybody was dressed up. It was like, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't get dressed up, but. <laughs> yeah, you were. Uh, no, yeah, I, I, I appreciate Kenobi? it, though. Eh, that, I didn't get dressed up. No, nah, come <laughs> on. Not for that. All right, well, BT, how about this one? Because I was looking through ESPN a little earlier today, and this is a nice little bet, and it's in, in line with kind of the things that we think around here. Mm-hmm. And it was actually done by the head coach of the New Mexico football team. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he promised his, I guess, his players or somebody within the team and organization that if they had a bowl victory this season, he would get a tattoo oh, here we go. of the state of New Mexico flag on his arm. Oh, wow. So he got it done. Oh, that's commitment. Thing, yeah. is up, thing is from his deltoid down to his elbow. Mm-hmm. Beautiful piece. My question to you is... Mm-hmm. Tattoo bets with the boys. No. God, no. no that's Straight absolute, off the that, bat. That's absolutely not a guy nah, thing. Not no at way, all. man. No, I, I, come on. It's permanent, dude. It I is. mean, you got some ink. I have one myself. But if you're going to get it, you, you have to get it, you know, where you want it, what you want it to represent. That is just, I don't get it. I I understand everything or a lot of things are for clicks now. But you see these guys, mostly guys. I'm sure some women do it as well. But, you know, so-and-so, NBA champions, 20-whatever, before the season yeah. starts. I mean, they're just looking. How pathetic is that? To lose, like to do something that's permanent. I, I know you could have it removed, so I guess it's not fully permanent. But to It go, costs money to remove, though. It does. And it's not, it's not <laughs> your skin doesn't look quite the same. Mm-hmm. To do that just to... Get a a temporary laugh or a click or a little. It, to me, it's it's just bizarre, man. Yeah. If I, I want a tattoo, I'm getting one. I'm not gonna make a bet with somebody. That's moronic. See, I think maybe I'm a little different. I have a couple of tattoos. So, yeah. Like, but did you lose bets or did you get them on no, your own volition? No, these are all things that's that what I'm saying. Exactly. But I, I in my head now, I'm kind of like, you know what? If somebody wanted to bet me, like, hey, you get a leprechaun on your shoulder, why not at this point? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, this is his first tattoo. Dude. Yeah, Jerry Kill. He's at uh, New Mexico State. Is it a big? T- is it a big tattoo? I mean, like a sleeve? It's it's not quite a sleeve. But and he's the head coach of the New Mexico Lobos. That's the Lobos no, no, out there. No, what? New Mexico it's is the Lobos. State. It's New the Mexico State. State. Oh, New Mexico State is the Aggies. They are so, the Aggies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's pretty big. I, it's not. It's not like a sleeve, but it's a pretty big tattoo. It's but a he, singular piece. It's not like the, is he from yeah. there? Because nope. here's the problem. No, he's just a coach. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he was the coach at some obscure junior college in California. And he said the same thing, and they won their JUCO crown. Then he could aspire to be the head coach at Stanford or Cal or big universities. You're already the coach of the biggest school in New Mexico. Yeah, you're Where killing you it in New Mexico, bro. Yeah. Where you going? <laughs> this hey. is his first year there. But he's, I mean, Jack How old Kitt, is he? He's 61. Oh, jeez. Formerly, formerly, I love Remember it. he was at Minnesota? What's his name? Uh, Jerry Kill. He was right before... Our, our our dude that went to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the guy who wears the tie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember his name now, the head coach. About four years ago, they were awesome. Remember yeah. they were like 8-0? Todd? Okay. No. No. Either way, um, 
You know what? He stepped down for health reasons. That's right. Remember, he had he like he passed out on the job. I, believe. I do. Uh, he's an intense dude. But sixty-one yeah. year old getting a tat. I mean, that's fun and first and cool. One. First one. Yeah. First tat. Sixty-one. Yeah. Guns blazing. New Mexico State Aggies. Does he have some pipes or what kind of body does he have? Does it look good on him or you know? He's, he's an average sixty-one year old guy. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But all right, we're into the final round here. Let's man. go. Teak straight up. You can let me know what you feel. Both of you can answer this. Mm-hmm. Today happens to be a little bit of a holiday. That's right. It's Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras. I thought you were going to say Champions League. Oh, it's Champions League as well. But I was focusing more in on the Mardi Gras side of things. I forgot it was Fat Tuesday. I oh, totally yeah. forgot. I had no idea. Oh, got to get fattened up then, boys. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. My question to you guys is, we all know the significance of the beads and how people get the beads. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... Do you load up prior to Mardi Gras with beads so that you can be passing them around for mm. those so indulged to ask to receive them? Mm. Show you is, that they is that should a receive guy them. Thing or, that's a guy thing, I think. It's a guy thing. That's but, a guy thing. I'll just leave it at this. I, uh, I, I, you couldn't, if you paid for my trip to Mardi Gras, I would have no interest to go right now. Okay? <laughs> but um, Now. It, uh, that's why I said now. now. If you're answering, or if I'm answering this in the, the the old mindset, you know, the younger me. It's less than 20 years ago. I would have been an absolute lunatic in that scene. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what would have happened. You would have been scooping I, up I, the Mardi Gras beads I, for like I, three months before, loading up for I, like 400? I, 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 I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> hey, ladies, I'm your guy over here. You I don't know what I would have done. I, I have no idea. Dude, it sounds like you've said that before. Think about that. <laughs> that's that's my that's my line. They, they, they came out fluidly. Twenty something years old, no cameras, even that. I mean, there was phones back then, but it wasn't. You know, it just it, it was, was a grainy photo. It was you a could grainy actually, photo. Yeah, you could actually get away with some stuff back yeah, then. You could. It's kind of low resolution. Blend it a little. <laughs> yeah. low, low Plausible resolution. deniability. Now giving out some uh, beads, you might end up on like uh, X hamster or something like that. You know? Oh, jeez. Look out. Ooh. <laughs> Hit us with a weird one at the end there. All right, Zoo, good job, buddy. That is Zoo filling in for Hoff. What'd you think? Pretty solid? Very solid. He likes his mic time. 877-337-6666. So we've got a little Daniel Jones stuff. Aaron Judge, the baseline expectation of his phenomenal season. All right, what do we expect? And maybe more directly, what would we accept? Tiki and Tierney up until two on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.